the home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Flanagan's Pub for Flyer Feedback. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback. And we should mention right off the top, a Flyer Feedback investigation has revealed that the Dayton Flyers are all out of bubble gum. Completely out, Rex. <laughs> they took the Bonnies to the woodshed. Dayton 68, St. Bonaventure 50, and what Rex might just be the most complete game this Dayton team's played all year. I, I agree, John. Uh, listen to Brooks when I pulled out of the parking lot to come over here. That's exactly what Brooks said, and I have to convey I think that's true. Everything we did tonight, just we outplayed them, we outshot them, we played better defense, we out-rebounding them. And that's a team quality, quality win to, be, to win tonight. Yeah, that was a preseason top 25 Bonnies team. They were the unanimous pick to win the Atlantic 10. Uh, I am not a believer, Rex, in the fact that everybody back equals you're automatically going to be good. They're an example of that. But a way to get and stay good at the mid-major level is to get and stay experienced. That Bonnie's team is just that. Senior-laden roster. Mark Schmidt's a great coach. Yeah, they've been coming off a 25-day layoff with a COVID break, but that's a good Bonnie's team who just beat the snot out of ECU on Friday night by right. 20. Right. Now, granted, it was in the greater Olean era area that they, they won that game, but still, this is a Flyers team, Rex, that just wiped the floor with the prohibitive favorite to win the conference this year. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are going to look at that score tonight and say, oh, my gosh. And uh, I added up, it's sort of interesting, John, I added up today, and I'm not, I'm not a very good math person, but in their five starters, they played over 17,000 minutes in their five-year career. Our kids are playing less than 500 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you add that up. They look like an NBA team with their guards all 6'2", 6'3", put together. they got the big man inside. They've got the makings. They could beat a lot of really, really good teams. So it's just a quality win. And what Anthony said, Anthony said during practice today, so we just got to keep believing. we just got to keep trudging. And uh, – Hats off to the coaching staff, like Brooks said. You know, they've really worked hard with these kids, and it's just, gosh, what a difference in a month and a half. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. You and I were talking off the air. Not to harp on it so much, Rex, but the reality is, and Dayton fan listening, you know this, because they lost all three of those bye games, stepping on three landmines right away in November, the at-large ship for this Dayton team has sailed so far away you can't even see it over the horizon anymore. So they are firmly in the auto-bid or bust category for the NCAA tournament. The good news is, Rex, if they keep playing like this, they look more than capable oh, of winning the Atlantic 10 tournament. If, and, and, and if they're playing hot at the right time, which is what this sport's all about, yep. Rex, they, they, that is their reality. They are auto-bid or bust, but they really look like a team that would have, at this moment, having no trouble winning the A-10 yeah, tournament. I think so, too. Davidson really hasn't gone into the meat of their schedule. They haven't played VCU. They haven't played St. Louis, I don't think. And I know they haven't played St. Bonaventure. So... Right now, these kids are just playing fearless. I mean, they go on the road to Pittsburgh last week and win by 25-30, go to GW, and yeah. the same thing. They're, they're believing in what they're doing. They did a great job, I think, of running the shot clock down tonight, making the game shorter. And, uh, gosh, I mean, you, you look at some of the shooting. Kobe Elvis against six – excuse me, Kobe Preas, six for seven. He's, he's a shooter. I mean, yeah, you is. watch him in practice. You don't want to play horse against that guy. He is really, really good. And De'Aaron Holmes, again, what, what can we say? It's just he just gets better and better every game. And I just make sure you're going to bring him out that he's going to break the, the block shot thing. He's going to blow by yeah. uh, Steve. So it's, it's just good things in the horizon. 
you know, they got to get ready to play here in a few more days and go on the road, and that's not easy. But, uh, you know, we got a lot of play, playing time tonight. I think uh, Malachi only had to play about 33 minutes or 32 minutes. He's young. They can do that. So good contributions off the bench tonight, and I think that's very important. How about this stat line from Molly Smith? 12 and 6. Ooh. 12 points and 6 assists? No, 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 no. 12 assists. Yes. Six points. Rex, that's insane. Yeah, he made his brother look bad tonight. <laughs> oh, and just, you know, and I won't get belabor on this, but what a great night at the arena if you, if you weren't there. The yeah. Honoring Bucky, uh, you know, Bucky's more than just a friend to me, and uh, I get emotional talking about it, but just a, a great night for Bucky and the fans. Here's, here's how uh, UDSID Doug Hoschild explained it to me earlier today because there was, it kind of popped up out of nowhere, seemingly. Doug said it was, it was way less last minute and uh, much less formal than it kind of appeared today. But it was a really nice honor because, remember, this has been in the works, to, to pull back the curtain here, this has been in the works for the last two years, Rex, but Bucky, as he's known to do, we know Buck is very superstitious, he didn't want to come to the arena during Season of Dreams, trademark, yeah. because he didn't want to jinx him. Yeah. Well, so we don't do it in the OBs, you know, last year. And then last year, obviously, COVID hit, yeah. so nobody's in the arena. So that's kind of why it's happening uh, tonight, just the first chance to sort of everybody to say thanks to Buck after he's, you know, obviously stopped doing games for us. Yeah. Calling with Larry, but he still makes his presence known in the pregame. That's right. He's still, he's still Buck, and he's, he is always going to be a part of this program in the university. That's right. So as I said on Twitter, everybody raise a glass full of Bud Light, of course, <laughs> uh, to our good friend Bucky Bockhorn. I think, you know, Rex, you and I both consider ourselves very fortunate to have Bucky as a teammate here at WHIO Radio. Uh, but also as a friend because he's, he's one of the all-time greats, and that was really cool to see um, the honor for Buck. And what that, that montage video oh, they put gosh. together, boys, that's, boys, some heavy hitters in that video, Rex. <laughs> that's what I was saying. I Where said were that, you in that? I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get called, John. <laughs> I, I still can't understand it. Uh, but it was really neat because when he did it at the four-minute mark, Doug said, Doug Hoschild says, wait till you see halftime. So, you know, a tears of my eyes at the four minutes. I was flowing with the tears yeah. at uh, the end. So it was a great Bucky son being here tonight with him and some of his family members. So uh, just a, a great night, and, and he couldn't have seen a better game by the Flyers. Yeah, no, he could not. It was, that was certainly an emotional uh, effort from Dayton tonight. And, and just last thing real quick, good to see, you know, all the former Flyer greats that were, that were in that video from on the court. Larry having some nice things to say as his longtime broadcast partner i think it was cool they got coach donaher yeah. archie miller brian gregory was in that obviously three former coaches that are all very close in their own right uh to the great bucky bockhorn so it's cool to see uh our friend honored over there at uh, ud arena tonight but rex i mean the the body of work this dayton team is putting together to after a deflating start to conference play losing to vcu at home in a game i think a lot of dayton fans think the flyers should have won yeah they have rebounded they've ripped off four straight and here's the thing for perspective that we talked about on saturday after the Duquesne game, Rex, not even that season of dreams team won back-to-back road games by 20 or more. This young Dayton bunch just did that. You beat GW by 25. You follow that up by beating a really good St. Louis team midweek. Now you smack Duquesne around, beat them by 20. I mean, winning back-to-back road games in conference, I don't care how bad the opponents are, Rex, that's impressive. And then to follow it up with this, yeah, I mean, this team's rolling right now. Yeah, it's people don't understand how hard it is to win, period, whether at home or on the road. And on the road, it's just it's tremendously hard. I mean, I know there wasn't a lot of fans at GW, and there wasn't a lot of fans at Duquesne, but you still don't take that away from the players. The players had to go and play their 40 minutes, and they did. And uh, they're doing what they wanted to do probably six weeks ago. It's, it's just it takes time. 
uh, when you're, you know, I, I keep on forgetting Malachi didn't even play last year. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a kid that's now maybe the top point guard in our division and uh, without playing his senior year. You know, De'Ron Holmes played in Arizona, but it's, it's not the same as college basketball. And, boy, I can just, you know, I don't want to look way ahead, but, gosh, I can't imagine what this team's going to look like in a year or two physically, you know, once some of those young guys get in the weight room and, and start doing those things. They're, 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 they're going to be a tough out for, for teams. Well, here's the thing. I had a Hall of Fame cross-country coach at, at Walsh Jesuit, Northeast Ohio. He would say, Coach Ritchie would say, consistency first, then improve. Can't be all over the map and worry about improving. Well, Rex, if this, this team is finally finding some consistency, and as Larry mentioned during the game, now that they're doing that, you're starting to see that improvement. They're, they're a better team than they were last week against St. Yep. Louis. So if they're finding their stride, Look out for the improvement part coming down. The yeah, break. yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun second part of the season here. I'm looking looking forward to it. Yeah, it's a heck of an effort tonight. I mean, to you look at the the win on Saturday and think, well, can they keep it rolling against a good St. Bonaventure team? Well, no problem doing just that tonight. 18 point wins over the 18 point win over the St. Bonaventure Bonnies, and you know, depending on how uh, that VCU Davidson game shakes out, Rex, I have to check uh, my scores here. If uh, VCU were to win that game, you're going to have a four three-way tie atop uh, the A-10. So we'll see how that uh, that shakes out the rest of the night across the league. Yeah, well, it's a it's it's a conference that anybody I think can win. There's just not. I really felt St. Bonaventure was was going to be the team just looking at them physically and and what how they played last year. But you know, right now they're just not playing as well as you know maybe they did last year but you know again they beat vcu like i said by 20 points last week i watched that game and i thought my gosh they're going to be a handful and uh, we did a great job defensively they did not shoot the three very well at all and that's that had to contribute a lot they started out you know hitting a couple threes and i think Hardaway. i just i'm not really one for the fancy and looking up in the stands and pointing three fingers for threes and everything but right. he made he made three threes in the first four minutes and then he got shut out on this so uh you know, let them talk all they want to talk when they get back on a bus and make that wonderful flight back to Olean, New York. It should be an interesting flight. Uh, it's, it's, it's near Olean, Rex. Don't, don't say it's in Olean. I'll get geographically obsessed St. Bonaventure fans in my mentions. Uh, it's near the sprawling metropolis of Olean, not in Olean. Thank you. Uh, Davidson did win tonight 63-61 against VCU, so they'll stay atop the A-10 standings. They have not lost yet in conference play, Rex. And I, if my math is correct, I believe Davidson's ripped off 14 in a row right now, so, so yeah. uh, they're they're the red-hot team in the Atlantic 10 right now, aside from the Dayton Flyers, uh, but that's a team that, as we've mentioned, uh, Dayton doesn't see until, I believe, senior night. It's right. definitely in March, so it's a while before we see the Wildcats, so we'll see what happens between now and then, but right now, Davidson and Dayton are the two hottest teams in this league. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun second half of the season here, so uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, a lot of guys got in the game tonight, which I think is really – Really, really nice. Uh, contributions again off the bunch, bench. Kobe Brea, he shot fantastic. Kobe Elvis, there's something in the word Kobe. Uh, right. And Malachi and Deron, I think it's nice. They, they got the, some minutes to come off the bench. Tumani, I think he's still still getting into what he, he wants to be, but I think he's going to be a big, big, big part of this team. Yeah, well, what does Dayton head coach Anthony Grant think about this 18-point drubbing of the Bonnies? You're about to find out because he is live courtside with Larry Hansgen, on the other side of this break, right here on the Home of the Flyers. The Home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The Home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 
Larry Hanskin back at the UD Arena where the Dayton Flyers defeat uh, St. Bonaventure 68-50 to the court with Coach Grant brought to you by Pickle Schaefer, Nebling, the only law firm you'll ever need. Find out more at pselaw.com. Coach, a great win, and uh, no one enjoyed it more than the man upstairs. I'll talk about Bucky. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we just got a chance to visit with Bucky in the locker room. It was great to see him. Great night. I'm glad we were able to get the win on the night that we honor him. And, uh, yeah, just really, really uh, – Really great to see him, and I, I thought our guys did a really good job tonight on both sides of the ball. I thought we defended at a high level, which was required against a team as talented as St. Bonaventure. And then offensively, we shared it. I think we had 20 assists on 28 made baskets. Um, it was great to see us being able to take care of the basketball. Uh, I thought we thought, did a lot of good things on both sides tonight. I, I can maybe think of a, a handful, literally a handful of possessions where you weren't connected on defense where you let someone get, you know, you, you didn't rotate or whatever. Um, to do what, to hold, a, I mean, a very good, not a good offensive, a very good offensive team to 50 points. I mean, that takes a 10-player a 10, a 10 effort at least. Yeah, you know, some of it's locked. They did get some looks that they normally make that they missed tonight. You know, but I thought our guys were locked in, very well connected in terms of what we needed to do to make it difficult for them, you know, and I thought we did a good job of that. Patience. Uh, I, I think it's it's tough for young players to learn to be patient, but I, I see the patience of a guy like Kobe Brea paying off in what he was able to do to be an impactful teammate tonight. Yeah, you know, I, I think the thing we, we always talk about is we have enough talent where on, on any given night we have different guys that can provide scoring for us tonight. Kobe did that, but I thought Kobe defensively was really locked in. He understood his assignment. You know, he did a really good job of, of – uh, hustle plays, getting loose balls, rebounds. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, his teammates did a great job of, of being aware uh, of where he was. He made some tough ones. He got it going there a little bit. And then his teammates did a good job of finding him and, and uh, you know, making the game easier for him, so to speak. Yeah, it, it was a career night for him scoring, for Deuce scoring, and, and, and for Malachi with 12 assists. Yeah. And, and, and this is the second time in, in a matter of weeks we've seen him be able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a top point guard in this league and be an impactful player at both ends of the floor. Yeah, I think every game is going to bring a different challenge. You know, tonight, you know, Lofton, I think, um, heck of a player. I don't know that he was 100% tonight, uh, but I, I thought uh, Malachi was aggressive. I thought he understood where we needed to attack, make good decisions with the ball in terms of uh, taking advantage of the opportunities to score, taking advantage of the opportunities to make the game easier for his teammates. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think it was a great team effort all around tonight. We talked before the game that you're in this cycle of uh, you, you prep, you play, you rest for a little bit, and then, boys, back to prep and play. You actually do have just a little bit of uh, breathing room now before your next game coming up Saturday. Yeah, it was a quick turnaround for this one. You know, so it works out that we get an extra day here. So, um, you know, we'll try to make sure that we get, get the guys the rest that they need and, and uh, get prepared for our game here on Saturday. In the meantime, enjoy this one, Coach. Appreciate it, guys. Go Flyers. All right. That does wrap it up here. Thanks, guys. And again, on behalf of our crew here at Courtside, filling in for Bucky tonight, uh, Brooks Hall, our engineer producer, Alex Schilling. I'm Larry Hans. Got a final again, Dayton 68, St. Bonaventure 50. Now stick around for more of Flyer Feedback. 
the Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Brought to you by Bud Light. Where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Care Source, individual and family health insurance that has you covered with kindness. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating, make your parking lot look great again. Go to VandaliaBlacktop.com to see how. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. University of Dayton Basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Flanagan's Pub. For all of your UD Flyer game day food and drinks, check out the newly remodeled Flanagan's on Stewart Street. Enjoy that same Flyer faithful experience you've grown accustomed to since 1976. Bud Light, where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome into a newly renovated Flanagan's Pub here on Stewart Street in Dayton. It's John Bedell here, former Flyer Rex Gardecki there. And you're joining us, too, here for Flyer Feedback. The Dayton Flyers took the St. Bonaventure Bonnies to the woodshed tonight. An 18-point win for Dayton, 68-50 the final. Gets Anthony Grant and company to 12-6. More importantly, 4-1 in A-10 play. That's now four straight for the Dayton Flyers, Rex. Yeah, and then you look, I mean, just look at St. Bonaventure for the last two years. Last year, the Atlantic 10 champions. 2019, runner-up champions are a great team. 2018, NCAA, uh, NCAA tournament kids so this is a group that's had a lot of experience they've played hundreds of minutes together and um, as I said earlier to you and I think I'll, I believe what Brooks said and I said I think this was the most complete game that we played all season didn't have very many turnovers that makes it nice I mean they're not a team that really pressures you that much but still uh, to go out there and not turn the ball over many times is good so uh, one thing I could say is got to shoot free throws a little better you got to yeah. work on those things and that's something I know they do in practice daily on those so uh, you know they'll, con- they'll continue to work and get better at it and uh, this is just a be a great night for the kids to enjoy this win I think it's become a budding rivalry within the Atlantic 10 Rex and I'm always surprised when we get to this series every year, whether it's once or twice that they're playing each other a season, and looking at Dayton's dominance in this series because you feel like they're always good games. Now, tonight it was Dayton in a runaway, but Dayton now leads the all-time series between these two teams, 28-10. to 10. Dayton's now won seven in a row in this series. To paraphrase Pedro Martinez, uh, Rex, what are you gonna? What, what else do you do but call the Flyers my daddy uh, if you're the Bonnies? Because that's dominance. Yeah, it's uh, this is this is really a good team, and uh, you know everybody's gonna have their hands full when they play them coming up. And uh, you know we got this one tonight. 
and just uh, hopefully learn some things. The guys get lots of rest tonight, lots of rest tomorrow. I'm sure tomorrow will be a light practice now that they're going back at this. And, you know, with the schedule changes, who knows, you know, how many of these other games, you know, might be put off for another two or three weeks. I'm just praying that we don't get to the point where we don't have fans in the stands and things like that. It's just the arena tonight was just electric, yeah. John. I mean, it was, it was really, really rocking. The students were great. You know, they were on – on the St. Bonaventure players after missing threes and things like that. So it's it's the arena. It's one of the great great places in the country to play. Yeah, they're uh, they're 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 playing well right now, Rex. They are as red hot as anybody in this conference, not named Davidson. Uh, Deron Holmes leading the way with twenty seven boards, another three blocks to continue his march toward what I'm sure will be taking the uh, season block record from the late great Steve McIlvain. Kobe Brea throwing haymakers at the Bonnies all night. 20 for Kobe Brea off the bench. Kobe Elvis continues to be an offensive spark plug. He had 14 in the starting lineup. Tumani Kamara with six points, seven boards. How about Molly Smith? Six points and 12 assists routes for Molly Smith tonight. Those are those are some staggering numbers, and uh, I'm glad to see Kobe Elvis sort of, you know, he's sort of a really quiet type of kid, and I said something to him a couple weeks ago, and I said, you need to shoot more. I said, you can really stroke it. And Kobe Bray, I know in practice they do a lot of individual shooting drills, and those two are always together. So um, it's, great, it's great to see. You know, you know, they were doing a defensive drill in practice the other day, and I still forget some of those kids are 18 years old. You know, they're patting each other in the back, or they're yelling, Malachi's yelling at Duran, or Duran's yelling at somebody else. But they're all into this now. I mean, they see – they see the horizon. They can see that what this team can be here in the next next month. They've been all over the map, but tonight it was all flyers and a runaway. An 18-point win gets Dayton at 12 and 6 overall and 4 and 1 in a 10 play. It's John Vidal, Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback. It continues on the other side of this break, right here on the home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. The Dayton Flyers go into the Decibel Dungeon and throttle the Bonnies. 68-50. Dayton the final. An 18-point win means Dayton is now 4-1 in the A-10, and we're starting to get a little bit of a log jam atop those uh, standings racks with the way the A-10 shaking out so far. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a tough next month and everything grinding, and sometimes I, I worry about, you know, some of these kids have only played, you know, Malachi didn't play last year at all really hardly, and, and Duran and those guys. It's not a high school season. It's, it's, it's a long journey right now. And it's where you're playing maybe 18 or 20 games in high school, you're going to go to 30 or 32 games, so... But I think they're getting good rest. They're, they're taking care of themselves physically. You know, knock on wood here, the COVID situation yeah. doesn't come on. And uh, they're, they're very, they're very uh, right on it in practice and stuff, how, they, how the people get in and stuff. So it's, it's good. It's a good sign. And this, this team just keeps working and working. And that's Coach Grant. I mean, he just believes in that you just keep going. You get better every day. And they have. They've gotten better every day. Yeah. It's John Bedell. It's former Flyer Rex Gardecki and you here for Flyer Feedback. You can call us up at 937-457-1290. You can take advantage of the Bud Light mic if you're here in person. 
uh, at Flanagan's with us, or you can tweet me, jump in my mentions, at WHIO, and I may read your tweet on the air. Just say it clean. Don't get us fined or anything, okay? The FCC is listening. Uh, and, Rex, this is a Dayton team that just had sort of a muscle-flexing evening over at UD Arena with, you know, they've had an impressive three-game start. Before, you know, obviously yeah. the deflating loss to yeah. VCU, but you win two straight road games in conference by 20 points or more. You beat a good St. Louis team midweek last week, and you look coming off that Duquesne win Saturday thinking, well, can they keep the momentum going against a really good, really veteran St. Bonaventure bunch? And the answer was an emphatic yes tonight. Here's the thing I, that really stuck out to me, Rex. They are starting to take care of the ball. Ten yes. turnovers on Saturday. They're finally under double digits. Nine tonight. That's this is great. a team that, that's been the bugaboo. One of them for this year has been the turnovers. They're starting to take care of the ball much better now. Yeah, they're doing a, a real good job at that. And a couple of the turnovers tonight were, you know, they, they could have been eliminated. But you're going to have those in games against a big, strong, physical group of, of men as they are. Some of these kids are 24 years old, yeah. I think, and, and uh, or 25 years old, adding an extra year for last year. So, you know, the pressure didn't, doesn't seem to bother Malachi. I mean, he just – he's got blinders on and he just goes. And uh, he's getting better every, every game. Uh, I just, you just see it in his face. He loves the game. And I think all these, these players – and that's one thing I can see as a former player and, and being part of this program that – you know, they really like each other. Yeah. And we said that about Obi's yeah. team. And, you know, last year was that was all screwed up because of the COVID situation. But, Correct. but I, 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 you can just see it. You can see it on the bench. You can see it in practice. They, they get along well. And uh, guys are getting their minutes. And the guys that are coming off the bench are doing what they're supposed to do. So, that's, you know, that's a good thing. And we'll just get back out of here in a few, few days and, and go. Yes, yeah, we'll they can do going. against George Mason on Saturday. But – they're clicking as teams that are finding a level of consistency uh, do, Rex, on both sides of the floor. Offensively, they're scoring in bunches suddenly after they kind of had trouble early in the year. Uh, 20 assists tonight on 28 made field goals. Defensively, they're very stout. They, they hold, I mean, you know, you hold St. Bonaventure, which is a really good offensive team, to 50 tonight. Uh, they had seven blocks as a team. Deron Holmes is a guy that sets the tone defensively, Rex. Oh, you wow. talk about a hammer at the back end of that defense, and he is just that. He's he is, a dude. He is long. I mean, I, as I said earlier, if he would ever stand up straight, he'd be seven foot one. I mean, you know, he's sort of a, you know, he's still a kid, and he's got great hop. Uh, you know, gosh, I don't think how many, how many dunks he had again tonight. He had four or five dunks, and again, the one, you know, this Mally throws to him, the, the alley-oop, he started to look like the Obi Toppin. Uh, and, yep. you know, people yep. say to me, it looks like Obi out there. I said, well, it's not Obi yet, but, you know, that this kid's going to be something special. I hesitated for a little bit last week with Brooks to say it out loud on the air, but it, it is, Rex, starting that Molly Smith-Deron Holmes combination, to your point, is starting to smack a little bit. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Jalen Crutcher, Obi Toppin. I mean, we're starting to see flashes of that a little bit. And if it can blossom to something even close to that relationship, look yeah. out Atlantic 10. Yeah. And, and college basketball writ large. Yeah. Daron, he, and he runs the court so well uh, for a big guy. He never seems to really get tired and winded. And, and invariably, a game, you'll see him getting a rebound, and he'll be sprinting 94 feet down and, and beating most of the defenders down, and they get the lob to him. So... He's, he's an unusual player that's got a lot of skills, and he's just finding himself right now. I mean, you know, he's, he is going to be something special, we hope, and uh, wow. stays injury-free and everything like that. He's going to be one of the great players we've had here. Yeah, he had a play just like what you're talking about, Rex, today, where as Larry and Brooks looking at the court going left to right on your radio dial, 
as the late great Joe Tate would say. Uh, and, you know, Duran gets a block in the left wing, and then all of a sudden he's off and running, and he's finishing with a dunk. I mean, the kid's just the energizer bunny. Out yeah, there. he is. He's a, he's a quality player, and people keep on saying, you know, he's one of the top recruits we've ever got, and I believe that. You know, I think uh, yeah. I read in, in the newspaper uh, in Jabbo the other day talking about the, the top freshman who's really been. Of course, Johnny Davis, in my eyes, they, they listed him as one. He was absolutely tremendous. But, boy, there's some good players, and he's he's one of them. So it's yeah. we got we, we just got a lot of good things to look forward to. So, Yeah, and another uh, hat tip to David Jablonski, our friend at the Dayton Daily News, as you mentioned, Rex, because I think is always good at digging up those little interesting nuggets and kind of unearthing them and bringing them to the forefront, that Dayton's never had a true freshman lead the team in scoring. Now, Obi did as a redshirt freshman. Right. But they've never had a true freshman lead the team in scoring. Deron Holmes, that's another record. He could yeah. be on his way to notching in the belt for Dayton. He could be the first true blue freshman to lead the team in scoring for a season. Yeah, and with his rebounding skills and his blocks, he's going to set, he's going to set a lot of records over the next, hopefully, four years that he's here. <laughs> <laughs> I have you a know. feeling the NBA might. If he keeps on this trajectory, Rex, we might see also yeah. let go with the NBA come calling for him early. But let's not put the cart before no. the horse just yet. We're going to enjoy the heck out of Deron Holmes while he's here. A career night for him, career high 20 points. Seven rebounds, another three blocks, and, and, you know, what I was really impressed with is Kobe Elvis. That's another thing in this consistent stretch they've found, Rex. Kobe Elvis has really settled into that groove of he is a consistent offensive spark plug for this team, 14 for him. Though. Yeah, I think, you know, early in the season, and you can't blame on Kobe, uh, Malachi was hurt yeah. and coming off this thing, and they were playing Kobe at the one, and I just don't think he's physically ready for that type of, of pressure. He's not a very big kid. He's he's more acclimated as a two, sitting in the corner and shooting the ball. Because, boy, he can shoot it, John, and along with Kobe yeah. Brea. So I think it's felt more comfortable for him and the other guys. So it's it's a good move. Malachi is able to play 34, 30, 40 minutes along the lines, not getting in foul trouble. That's a, that's a key, too, because he's guarding physical guards, and they're trying to abuse him. But he, he does a good job, keeps his hands off of people. So, um, you know, I everybody's playing their role and everybody understands their role and that's the important part of basketball yeah kobe brea uh, the only points off the bench tonight if i'm not mistaken but it's okay when you get uh the only points off the bench or one guy dropping 20 i mean kobe brea had himself a night and rex you talked about uh when we were off air i mean kid's just a shooter yeah he's a he's he's really has great form and you look at him he's he's a good six five i mean i watch him in practice he's not that much shorter than uh, Tamani Kamara along those lines. So, you know, and he's just finding himself physically too. But he is he's a shooter. He gets on a roll, boy. He reminds me of like a Donald Smith that I played with. That Boy, you, you let him get open, and he comes off screens. He can bury the threes. Yeah, and another guy tonight having a good game, uh, Tumani Kamara. Yeah. You know, a quiet maybe six for him, but he's also contributing other ways, Rex. Seven yeah. rebounds for Tumani. So, you know, a good game. But also when you got guys like Holmes and Brea and Kobe Elvis carrying the offensive load, you don't need a huge, huge night from Tumani. Yeah, Tumani, Tumani does such a good job defensively. He was he was guarding at one point one of their big guards. So, you know, he's he's so strong physically, and he understands. He's played. He's played in the SEC for a couple years. So and nothing, I don't think anything surprises uh, Tumani along those lines. And I should add four assists for Kamara, too. So there's yeah. another guy. You're, you know, yeah. you're contributing to at least another eight points in the box score with a four assist. So a good night from uh, Kamara. But uh, as Larry said at one point during the game, uh, Rex, it was just one of those nights where Larry said, quote, it is all going Dayton's way. It just everything broke. And, you know, a lot of that is due to Dayton's effort tonight. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a you know, start, the game started out a little slow and they hit a couple threes. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. But. 
you know, we just got into the flow of the game, and as, as Coach Grant said, our defensive effort was really there. We did a great job on their shooter side. Yeah, they missed shots that they probably wouldn't miss some other times, but we had a good hand in their faces, it seemed like. No shot really was uncontested. So, I mean, you get you get a hand up in a shooter's face, it bothers them. And plus, our students were so good. Yeah. You know, after a couple of air balls here, they were really on the kids. So, it's it's – it's, it's great to see. It's a tough environment to come into, especially when those kids are all sauced up. Uh, you know, maybe. We know UD kids don't drink. Uh, you know, Bonnie's lead, let's look at that, Rex, because they were up 17-12 to 12 with seven minutes to go in that first frame. And then you turn around and win 68-50. to 50. Rex, defensively, that is Dayton just turning the Bonnie's water off. Yeah. I mean, that's a really impressive defensive effort tonight, too. Yeah, you're right. When they, they went on that cold streak there, and we, we blitzed them with like a 13-2 to two, two run and a couple threes and a couple defensive effort. And I was just impressed with our defensive effort and our rebounding tonight. Uh, they're a big physical team, but we seemed like we got every loose ball when we, when we needed to. Uh, there was one play there with about six minutes to go where Malachi went in for layup, and he got destroyed, yeah. and Tamani came flying in, and I tell you, it was grown men going at each other there. So it's, you know, that's, that's not a, a, a game for the uh, ill-hearted to say with those guys out there. So it's, it's a good win all around. I'm just happy, happy for the players, happy for the coaches, and happy for the fans. And uh, for the people who are saying, well, what's Anthony Grant doing early in the season? Well, those days are over. Yeah, steady Eddie. They've uh, they've seemed to found a level of consistency. And for as as confounding as this team was to watch in November, Rex, from the three by game losses to what they did in November, they were just all over the map, boom or bust. However you want to look at it, they seem to have settled down. Uh, and you know, but we've seen how good they are. Like as we've talked about, they are firmly. If they're wanting to go to the NCAA tournament, which, as we know, is the goal every year, you got to win the auto bid. Yeah. But, Rex, we've seen how good they are. I mean, you don't, you don't just beat no. Kansas, Belmont, Miami, and Virginia Tech if you're not a really good team. I mean, those are four really quality wins. And if not for those three by-game losses, this is a Dayton team with an at-large resume today. Yeah. This is a good team. Yeah. I mean, uh, Miami Florida goes in and beats Duke. Right. <laughs> you know, Kansas is, is leading the Big 12. Belmont's only got I think, one or two losses along those lines. And Virginia take, tech takes Virginia right, right to the wire the other night. So uh, we've got some quality wins. We've got some, some bummers in there, too. But, but there's, nothing, there's nothing we can do about that. There's nothing the coaches or the players can do about it now. They've just got to look forward every, every game and every day at practice. So and Coach Grant is really good at that. You know, they, he'll, he'll keep them focused. Yeah. You know, Anthony's got his own little way of doing that. But believe me. Those players, you know, when he says something, they pay they attention. You, you almost feel like looking at Dayton's resume, Rex, like John Turturro in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? That don't make no sense <laughs> yeah. looking at that resume. But the good news is if they can have this level of consistency going right. forward, Rex, they, I have no concerns about this team being able to handle the A-10 tournament. Is If this is the Dayton, if this version of Dayton is what we're going to see going forward, no qualms at all about yeah. them being able to win the A-10 yeah, tournament. Yeah, I, I agree with you. they got enough depth. they got enough size. And uh, where last year we didn't have enough depth and we didn't have enough size along those lines. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very confident. You know, we've got some tough games on the road, but, but uh, we seem to be playing as well on the road as, as we're playing at home, which, you know, that's hard to do. So I'm just really, really confident, and uh, we just got to get the next win and keep going and keep going and keep going. So it's a long, it's a long month coming up yeah. here in, in February. Yep, it is. But uh, Dayton starting off. Uh, the middle of January, pretty well. 
850. Dayton a winner. It's John Bedell, Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback. The home stretch of it after this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. For the final time tonight, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. It's John Bedell, former Flyer, Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback as Anthony Grant and company get to 12-6 and six overall and 4-1 and one in A-10 play with a lopsided win over the St. Bonaventure Bonnies. 68-50 Dayton, the final over at UD Arena tonight. The Dayton Flyers have now won four straight. I mentioned earlier in the show, you can jump into my mentions at jbedellwhio, and I may read your tweet on the air. Jesse on Twitter says, the defense was impressive all night. The crowd was electric. And performing like that in front of the legend, Bucky Bockhorn, was great to see. Yeah, it was, it was a, a great night for the Flyer fans and the team. I, I keep on trying to think, could they have done this better or not done this? But there, was, there wasn't very many flaws on this team tonight. I mean, the way they shot the ball, and as I said earlier, we outscored them, we outrebounded them, and we just played harder than they did. And yeah. uh, we pushed the ball when we needed to. Um, a lot of not easy shots, but getting down the court – better than they did so it was just an overall a really really great performance by this team tonight and even with all the roller coaster rides we've seen this team go through this year Rex with the low December then the highs in December with what they did you saw flashes of it in Orlando and against Vatek at home in November, December uh, but now what is starting to remind me of that season of dreams team what made them so good not, not to put these teams on the same level Rex but Part of what made that 2019-2020, the 29-2 team so good was they had just the right amount of swagger. And this team, Rex, seems to me to starting to be developing yeah. that, that amount of swagger that's just the right level. I, I, I agree 100%, John. You've got, to have, you've got to have the confidence when you get on the court that you know, you're going to knock shots down, you're going to knock free throws down and rebounding. And the consistency of the practices are for showing that, I think. So you're right. I mean – Every good team's got to have that. You, you've got to have that inner feeling that, yeah, I, I can go out tonight and, you know, and do what I'm supposed to do. And uh, when Kobe Brea made one of those threes coming down the court, the bench is jumping up and slapping him as he's coming back down the defensive end. And that's, that's a great feeling for these kids to have. So it's some good records tonight and some good things that's, that's coming for this team. It's the, what is it, this is the fourth week, third week in a row now where you've got, uh, looking at the schedule, a good team coming to your, your barn in the middle of the week and not so good team on the road. So they've drubbed the last two road opponents, GW and Duquesne. You get a meh George Mason team in Fairfax on Saturday, Rex. Let's see if they can continue this stretch. I, and I don't care how bad some of these A-10 teams are on the road. It is, it is always impressive because it's so freaking hard to win on the road in college basketball and yeah. in-conference play. It's impressive what this team's been doing on the road, and we'll see if they can continue it against the Patriots. I think so, too, John. I had the chance to see George Mason the other night when they played. I forget who it was, but uh, they don't have a lot of depth like St. Bonaventure does. And I think I think that was sort of the key tonight. 
that I, I just think that our kid, our nine players that we're playing, they play five or six kids. That's about it. They never bring hardly anybody off the bench. So I think you could see it in Coach Schmitz with five minutes to go. He, he waved the flag that, yeah, I'm taking a couple of these guys out so they've got rest coming for the next week. So I think that depth factor will help us going on the road. you just you got to go in there again, like you said, with that swagger when you play at George Mason and continue to watch what you're doing and and be able to play the the game that we want to play yeah kim english was really one of the hot topics uh the new coach at george mason rex early in the year because let's not forget i mean they got maryland just before mark turgeon left that program they got uh the terp 71 66 back in november so it's a george mason team that's they've had fits and starts this year we'll see you never know but uh, we'll see if the Dayton Flyers can continue that impressive stretch they've had on the road in A-10 play. Well, that's going to do it for us. One more time tonight, Dayton fans, the Flyers are winners, 68-50. So we will talk to you Saturday on the radio for Dayton and George Mason. Until then, for my partner tonight, former Flyer Rex Gardecki, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.